You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on the John DePietro Show. And here I am again. There you are, folks. Good afternoon, one and all. Good afternoon to everybody on uh, Facebook Live. It's uh, the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website which is petro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Now, listen, you want to be nice and comfortable. This is a time to invest in your home. J.K.L. Engineering. Call them today, 401-351-7600. Now, they're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. So whether you live in Cumberland or Lincoln or Smithfield or Blackstone or Bellingham or Franklin or Rentham, or Millville, Attleboro, JKL, call them. What they'll do is in the wintertime, they keep you nice and warm in your home. And in the summertime, nice and cool. Right now, estimates are free. Financing is available with JKL Engineering and their license in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call them right now. Estimates are free. Financing is available. This summer is mostly going to be a very hot summer. And on top of that, maybe you have central air. Central air is a game changer for your life. But if you have central air, there's a chance it's not working as efficiently as it could. Call J.K.L. Engineering, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, joining us right now, as he does every Friday at this time, and it's our friend, he is so knowledgeable, the head of Ryle. And I want to say good afternoon and welcome again our friend Terry Gorman. Good afternoon, Terry. Good afternoon, John. Thanks for having me. How are you making through the week, Terry? How's the old boy doing, you and Pat? We're doing good. No, no complaints. Staying in the house, wearing our masks if you have to go out. Yep. A couple of trips to the market, that's all. All right. Terry, any chance I'm going to see you on Monday? We're doing a rally at the State House that the restrictions are too tight, that the governor should start to lift more restrictions? No, I'm not no. going to be there. All right. No, <laughs> no problem. No. no problem. Thanks no. for bringing it up. But anyhow, hey, Terry, let's start off. What do you make of uh, Mayor Alorza? telling people that everyone needs to obey the law and you should shame people if you see them not wearing a mask. <laughs> John, that's the most laughable thing I ever heard. That's that's so absurd. Would he, would he go in downtown Providence and walk down Westminster Street and see some guy come in the opposite direction and with no mask on and say, hey, pal, where's your mask? The guy had knocked his teeth out, John. Yeah. You know, there's so many people. I mean, some people, you know, the, if somebody's not wearing a mask, I think there's a 50% chance he's a zealot for not wearing masks. And he's going to have an adverse reaction to you telling him, where's your mask? Or maybe it's and, someone. Maybe someone has a health problem and then they can't wear a mask. Terry, my point is, let's let's step back for a moment. You have a business person, and they're making their way down their sidewalk, whatever, walking down the street to go to their business or go to their car. And Alorza says, if you see that person not wearing a mask, you tell him he needs to obey the law and you should shame him. Now, Terry, let's talk about people that need to obey the law in the city of Providence. How is the mayor of the sanctuary city telling people now we need to obey the law? And let's also step back back up for a moment. So it's perfectly acceptable for someone to stand at the corner of an intersection with a sign and a cup saying, give me change. They're fine. If, if you have a drug addict degenerate in, in Kennedy Plaza 
passed out on the sidewalk at a bench urinating on himself, they're fine. But you want to shame the individual that's not wearing a mask. Yeah, again, John, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. I don't, I don't, I can't figure out what what he thinks. Sometimes it's just, uh, I don't, I don't know what the right word is for it. But I, I just think he's confused. I think he's obsessed with his baby and with his power and with this, with the illegal aliens. You know, it's just, uh, he's another one. You know, that his parents came here illegally. That's right. I That's mean, exactly right, know, Terry Gorman. The mayor, the mayor of Providence, the mayor of Central Falls. We have we have state representatives whose parents came here illegally, writing me when I I sent the legislature uh, uh, an article about the veterans being deprived of some of the benefits that they can get with the coronavirus coronavirus while giving them to illegal aliens. And I get chastised by two, by two state representatives. Yeah. And Terry, let's and, stay current here. Let's stay current. Yeah. Let's talk about the latest situation now. Terry, it's more than obvious that there's a problem in the city of Central Falls. One square mile. And the city of Central Falls has the highest outbreaks concentrated in the entire world. More than New York City. John, is anyone surprised at that? I mean, maybe a lot of liberals might be surprised. But Terry. Terry Gorman's not surprised. John DePietro's not surprised that if this, the city is 75% Latino. Yep. But, and the governor is telling us that the, the highest percentage of anybody that's infected, 45%, is Latino. That's right. So if 75% of the city is Latino, it only stands the reason that most of it's going to be right there. You know, but, I, don't, I, don't under, I don't understand the mayor. I, I think, unfortunately, John, that I don't like to say it like this, but the only way to solve the, that problem is to quarantine the whole city of Central Falls. That's what I've been saying. Absolutely, they should, Terry Gorman. They should have the National Guard. And right now, until this passes, nobody in and nobody out of Central Falls. That's what they did with New Rochelle, New York. Yep, they have, they have to be have to be tested before they can leave Central Falls. Yes. Period. And period. End of story. Right. You know, it, it's it, it's gotten so bad there, John. I have a post office box in Central Falls. I went there the other day, and the, the, you know they only let five people in at a time. I was the fifth person in line. A couple of people had gone before me. Two more people came in, and a gentleman was at the counter, and he only speaking Spanish, and he's speaking to the clerk. Now the clerk isn't totally fluent in Spanish, but yeah. he has he, he can he can do enough to get by on the window. Yep. Well, he told this guy he couldn't do something, and this guy went off in Spanish. I mean, you would—you you should have heard him, John. I mean, you could hear him outside the post office. He was yelling at this guy behind the counter in Spanish. That's how bad it's gotten. The, 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 the Latino community thinks that Central Falls is a Spanish community. Yes, that's right. And 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 if my wife and I walk down Central Falls, down Bro- Broad, not Broad Street so much, but Dexter Street in Central Falls. Yep. It's the most uncomfortable feeling you'd ever have. And, and guess what, John? I said that same thing and was criticized six years ago. Six years ago. I think I even said it on your show. Yes. That, that my wife and I couldn't walk down Dexter Street in Central Falls and feel comfortable. And they just had an article about 
the Three Amigos restaurant, and the guy can't speak English. <laughs> but, they inter- and they interview him on Channel 10 News <laughs> like he's a hero. <laughs> Terry, here's the problem. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's 1214 on this Friday. It's John DePietro speaking with our friend Terry Gorman of Ryle. But Terry, what we're seeing is, see, this is some of the fallout. When you allow and operate a sanctuary city, because in fairness, it's really it's Alorza and Governor Mundo and people like Cicilline that have allowed this situation to fester and become this way. Because look at some of the problems that you're that we're facing right now in a pandemic and with people who aren't supposed to be here. They're afraid to come out of the shadows. Many of them, supposedly, they're afraid to get tested. There's a language barrier. They don't have legal jobs, so they can't collect unemployment. So they have to go to these other jobs. Or they, they just show up at the hospital, the emergency room, because they don't have a doctor to go to. The system is not built. This is one this the problem we're facing right now, Terry Gorman, it's bad enough for legal citizens. But when you add all these foreigners into the mix, it has just made the situation that much worse. Terry, how about this week, the Rhode Island Foundation? They're giving illegals up to $500 a week that need help during the pandemic. Yeah, John, how about, how about delivering drugs and alcohol to them at the dormitories in the hotels? Well, I haven't heard that. I have not heard that. I know in San Francisco they're doing that. I didn't know they were doing that in Rhode Island. Yes, no, no, but I think that's contemplated that they're going to they're going to come up with some kind of a system. Wow. Where, because of drug addicts and alcoholics and that are in that population, you know, that are, that uh, that that are homeless. But but with the with the illegal aliens, John, it's just come to where, like I mentioned about those two representatives. When they when they send me a letter and chastise me, they they, they think illegal immigration is normal. That's they, ridiculous. They, think, they think illegal aliens have every single right to be here. Yeah, they, they're telling they're telling me they're telling me that I I should be happy because the, when I go to a restaurant, the food is reasonably priced because. They have illegal aliens working in those places. Well, no one's going to a restaurant these days. That's for sure. And, you know, but Terry, if you just step back, so much of the the efforts, concerted efforts of the governor right now, a huge problem is it's that Latino community. And, And it stems also, you know, you have the education commissioner saying you're also Rhode Island residents and 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 just the appealing. It's a problem. And, and by the way, I want to be very clear. You know, I asked last Friday, um, and, and it's not a matter of politics. By having people that don't speak the language, who are not citizens, but are completely dependent on the state, it, it just creates more problems. The governor has even said it's keeping her up at night because of how bad the spread is in Providence and Central Falls. And Terry, there's no easy answer for it. No one wants to get anyone sick. But this they brought them on themselves. Notice the real problems are not in the suburbs of Rhode Island. It's in the highly concentrated areas where there's a communic- where there's a language barrier. Yeah, and, and John, every day the the rural community is getting starting to be affected also because some of the factories. Yes. It was just on the on the news today. So I don't I didn't catch it. What factory it was? But a factory got 50, 50 infected employees. In northern Rhode Island, think of that. Yeah, and, I mean, where do they where do they come? Where does that come from? Right. It, it's the it's the Latino community, and I'm sorry to if that if 
people are offended by me saying that, but that's the fact. That's, there's no other. There's no other reason. If you, if you, if, look, John. Look at North Kingston, the food processing plants. Look at the the, the meat processing plants that are closing down. And now I question how we're forcing them to stay, to remain open or reopen. I don't know where the employees are going to come from for that. And also, the, the other day, I was absolutely insulted by President Trump. He had on all a whole group of Hispanic people. Some, some were without accents, some with very thick accents, all praising President Trump, and they all work for the Honeywell Corporation, and who's, who's making all these masks. Right. The Honeywell Corporation here in Rhode Island, in Smithfield, Rhode Island, is hiring 500 people to for their manufacturing plant to make masks in Smithfield, in Smithfield, Rhode Island. Okay. Where where are those 500 people coming from? I don't know. I know. They're not all American citizens that are rushing okay. up there to get those jobs. Well, Terry, oh, right, right now, a major problem we're going to have, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. We're speaking with our friend Terry Gorman. This portion of the program is brought by Brothers Disposal. Call them today, 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook. Look for the yellow and purple. Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. They will deliver a dumpster right to your driveway so you can clean out your home, your garage, your basement, your attic of unwanted belongings. Use this time to do some spring cleaning. Free up your home from junk and unwanted belongings that are just taking up space. Brothers Disposal. Call them today. 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. Come on, brother. Good morning, brother. Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. And it's so easy. They'll deliver a dumpster to your driveway. Could be overnight. Could be a weekend. Could be a month. Could be a week. Brothers Disposal. They'll put a dumpster right in your driveway. Well, Terry, now we're seeing part of the problem. You're hearing people are saying, oh, suddenly a lot of Rhode Islanders are going to food pantries and there's not enough food. Well, as you and I know, the illegals, they that's like their idea of going to stop and shop. They go to the food pantries all the time. As Rhode Island is going to be facing 20% unemployment, uh, a lot of the jobs, that's where people are going to realize who are some of these people that are taking these jobs, that people need jobs. And it's what you and I have been talking about. It's, it's people that don't belong here in the first place. Exactly, exactly, John. And, you know, that with all, all of this testing and stuff that's going on, the, the governor stated the other day that, on Monday, she's going to have a report about, uh, oh no, a report of how many people are being tested in the nursing homes. All the patients and all of the staff in the nursing homes are going to be tested for the coronavirus. Yep. Is she going to make that public? I don't Is know. Is she going to tell us how many patients are infected and how many employees and staff are affected? Infected? I doubt and if it. she does that, my question to her, if I could ask her a question, would, would be, how many of those infected employees are Latinos? The they, governor knows that. They know it, Terry, the but they won't, give, that. they won't give the answer to it, though. No, 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 they won't. They won't, John. And, uh, and, what, and what do we do about it? We sit here and you and I bring it up and it falls on deaf ears. It just, you know, 40 people respond to me when I put something on there like that and they're all mad and angry and, and look at how many people shared it 
one person shared it with somebody else. Yeah. Well, Terry, you know, people, they are. Um, they're afraid. This this power, this concentration of power right now is too strong. I've never witnessed anything as strong as the power right now coming out of Governor Mundo's office. I think she likes it. She enjoys it. It's um, it's frightening, Terry, how normal, rational adults, how much they are absolutely just caving to. Can I ask Governor Mundo permission of this? Governor, can I do that? Business people need guidelines. But, Terry, I come back to Alorza. Instead of saying, hey, listen, it is shameful for illegals to be coming in here. We don't know who they are. For him to say, you know, it's shameful. If you see someone panhandling, you should shame them and tell them to knock it off. If you see someone pass out on the sidewalk urinating on themselves, you should shame them and say, get off that sidewalk. Instead, we need to obey the rules and shame someone if you not see them not wearing a mask. It's ludicrous, Terry Gorman. It's absolutely ludicrous, John. You know, it's the, what, what do they say? The, the uh, inmates are running the asylum. That's exactly right. Terry, listen. It, it really is. It's good to talk to you. Stay safe. Yes, My best too, to John. Pat. Happy you Mother's too. Day, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks, John. All right, folks, there he is, our friend Terry Gorman, right here on the John DePietro Show. So, um, oh, here we go. Uh, all right, I already know the answer to this. People ask the governor today if the virus can enter your system through your eyes. I, I have covered this. I covered it a while ago. The answer is yes. The mask doesn't help you with that, but that's why they tell people wear goggles or glasses. So we do know the answer to that. See, I don't need, folks, some of these questions, you can just Google it yourself. So many people, you know, I initially started out saying to people, if you have a question for the governor, uh, contact me and I'll ask the question. And you go to my website, petro.com and you can ask the question. But it has turned into an exercise that I can't believe some of the things that, you know, meaning, well-meaning adults, I should say, uh, that they're asking me to ask. This has become too much. The governor is – our system – let me be very clear. Right now it's 1224. Coming up, we're going to just have another quick guest at 1230. Governor Mundo coming up at 1. We are going to carry the press briefing. Folks, our system of government was never set up with this – it is like – it's become like a king or a queen that just asks anything. But the fear – you have the guidelines, okay? If, I, I don't know how else to explain it. Hand sanitizer, right? Mask, distancing. Hand sanitizer, mask, distancing. That's the key. If someone uses something and touches something, it needs to be cleaned. Um, what more needs to be explained? If your school is not following the guidelines for graduation, you have two options. You can either be quiet or say something. If your school, where your child is graduating, is doing something different than other schools, you have two choices here. See, what a lot of people don't like is a lot of people like to go through life and they never step out of the shadow. And I get that. Okay? I get that. They never want to have to ask a question. They never want to have to assert themselves. This is a very uncomfortable situation for people. And people, some people are starting to wake up. They're like, hey, that's not fair. Here are the guidelines for graduation. Our school is following the guidelines. But this other school, listen, listen, you have two options. You can either not say anything or you can talk to the person that's running your program. Can you ask the governor why these other schools? No, I'm not asking. I'm not going to embarrass my blanking self and ask the governor anything. That's not a question for her. Now, listen, if you're a homeowner 
in Roy Carpenter's. You own the property. The situation at Roy Carpenter's is the same as the campgrounds. It's the same as the beaches. It's a used public restroom. Those are problems. Germs can spread. Doorknobs, right? Sinks. Touching the commode. It's a problem. If you own the home at Roy Carpenter's, I suggest you come up with something where you can stay there. Well, they said, listen, they're going to just follow whatever. They are making up the rules as they go along. This is where people have to make decisions. If you're a business owner, you need to open. What's the difference between today and tomorrow? Does anyone know that? Look, look at Massachusetts, as I said, Governor Baker. Why were the golf courses closed? Does that make sense? Will you step back for a moment. Obviously, they made a mistake. In case you haven't noticed, folks, a lot of people in position of power, they're not quick to immediately say, hey, you know what? I made a mistake on that. It normally doesn't happen. So Alorza wants to have his own guidelines of how things are going to go. I, I don't know. I mean, where we're going to go with this type of thing, folks. Um, I know that this is a time the regulations are too strict. They don't make sense. And especially, as I said, a church could have a mass outside. I want to see the um, I want to see the police officer that's going to stop a church in service, a mass in service. Let them try. In Warwick, the police have already said to Governor Mundo, we're not going to arrest people and give out fines for people if they're not wearing a mask. Now, listen, I wear a mask. I want you to wear a mask. But businesses, if you, it, it's the same. It comes back to the same formula. And as far as the virus, it can spread through the iris. That's why goggles or glasses make more sense. But masks, hand sanitizer, distance people. Try not to touch things. Um, you don't want to catch the virus. I don't want to catch the virus. But some people, you, you wouldn't fend very well. You would not fend very well if you were suddenly thrust into this. This is, you know, you've been thrown into a pond and it's nighttime and it's dark. If you panic, you drowned. You need to swim to shore. OK, like the people in the Titanic. Some people calmly got in the lifeboat and they got out of there. Uh, other people did not or different situations. If you are a business person, if you're waiting and saying, I'm going to follow the guidelines of this governor, you're going to be out of business, as as Mark Smiley mentioned earlier. Um, I'm not encouraging anyone to break the law, but some of these questions, what, what I'm saying, folks, is many of you already know the answers to these questions, or it's available. It's online. A lot of it has become common sense. Uh, if you go into a store, you should be wearing a mask, period, or hand sanitizer. Protect yourself. People don't need to become Gladys Kravitz. But what I'm saying to the business owner is, you know, stop relying on the governor to, like, nurse you along every step. I like the fact the colleges are saying we're opening in September. What did the NFL do? The NFL announced, here's our schedule for next year. Here's our schedule for next year. Here's where the Patriots are playing. Boom. That's it. And then they're going to figure it out. So the rest of you need to do that. 
Well, folks, joining us right now, we've had him on in the past. He is the National Right to Work Foundation president. I want to say happy Friday and welcome back to our program. It's our friend Mark Mix. Good afternoon, Mark. John, good to be with you today again. It's uh, a good Friday indeed. It is. Now, Mark, you guys have an interesting story you're talking about. It has to do with former Vice President Joe Biden, and I wanted to give you a couple minutes to talk about it. Yeah, it's a really interesting story, and it's not really a surprise, but it's something that we thought was important because uh, yesterday, I guess it was Wednesday of this week, the Teamsters Union, a local union out in Iowa, announced that they had come to an agreement with the Biden campaign uh, and came to a bargaining agreement for all of the employees of the Biden campaign um, that uh, put them all in the union. And it's interesting, John, because this story started back in November of last year when Biden was, you know, mired in third, fourth, fifth place in Iowa and, and New Hampshire, and and uh, his opponents, uh, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, had all unionized their employees, and, and it was all honky-dory at the time. And so uh, Biden's campaign staff negotiated with this union out there in Iowa, and they got a card-check union election, which means there was no vote. So if you were against the union, it's possible that you didn't even know there was a union organizing drive going on, because once the union got 50% plus one of the cards of those, quote, employees in the unit, in this case 120 at the time, if they got 61 cards signed, then uh, the Biden campaign voluntarily recognized the union to represent all employees, all 120. Well, obviously that organization has gotten a lot bigger than 120 organizers now that he is the, I guess, the front runner um, for the Democratic nomination. Um, I don't think there's any question about that at this point. And obviously if they're going to run a national campaign, that 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 bargaining unit, if you will, is going to grow dramatically, John. And and we wanted to make sure that any Biden campaign operative that's covered by this union contract in one of the 27 right-to-work states first got understood that they can't be forced to pay union dues to keep their job with the Biden campaign. They may want to pay union dues, and that's fine as long as it's voluntary, but we thought every employee that's covered by this new union agreement ought to know that, one, they don't have to pay union dues to keep their jobs. Two, they don't have to support political candidates or causes they disagree with under a Supreme Court decision from 1988 that we litigated. And so we just thought it was important that those employees that were unionized under this car check agreement, and now that it's so much bigger, it's possible that there may be hundreds now that never had a chance to vote or never had a chance to say what their opinion was about unionization. Um, and we do know this, John, that both the Warren campaign and the Sanders campaign were charged with unfair labor practice charges at the National Labor Relations Board for behavior inside by their employer, i.e. Uh, uh, Sanders and Warren. And those charges uh, uh, went to the National Labor Relations Board. And so we figure the same thing might happen with the Biden employees. And therefore, we're willing to offer them free legal advice about their rights. Well, I love that. And Mark, again, how can people get in touch with the National Right to Work Foundation? Well, they can find us on uh, the uh, the amazing World Wide Web that was allegedly created by Al Gore, and that would be www.nrtw.org. You know, it's incredible, uh, Mark. People in Rhode Island are becoming infuriated. Uh, we have a state workforce of 16,000 state workers. New Hampshire, similar size state, same population, 6,000 state workers to date. Rhode Island unemployment is over 25% in the private sector. Not one state worker, not one state worker has taken a, uh, been furloughed, been laid off, or taken a pay cut. Not one. Yeah, John. 
on it. And these, these stories are beginning to pop up around the country as it relates to, you know, government entities like that. Of course, Rhode Island was one of the leaders in the Northeast for unionizing their government and sector employees and, and creating larger and larger governments based on union contracts that create uh, job classifications where someone can't, uh, you know, you know we, we've heard about these stories in the private sector where in order to put a light bulb in, you got to have three people. Uh, you got to have somebody that takes the ladder, somebody that plugs it in, somebody screws the light bulb in. And unfortunately, it's that union monopoly contract that, that basically makes it impossible for city councils or, or state government uh, executives to run their agencies in a way that would be most efficient, especially in times like these. Yeah. You know, I've even heard from doctors that it also, fl- they fly through the equipment more because of the, un- the nurses' union contract. After every procedure, no matter whether it's 20 minutes or an hour, but after every procedure in the union contract, the nurse is allowed to take a break. And whenever they take a break, they take off their PPE and then they go on their break and then they come back and they got to put a new PPE. Now, this could be it's a procedure that takes 15 minutes. They're done. They have to wait. They have to take a break. They have to take off the PPE. If this was the doctor was telling me this, said if this was a normal situation, you'd say, you know, all right, you're going to take a break like in three or four hours or something, not every time after there's a procedure. As a result of that, Rhode Island has had a a shortage of PPE equipment. Yeah, you know, some of these rules and regulations that are applied during normal times uh, under union contracts are really, uh, really difficult to get around. I mean, they, there, there are stories about this. And, and that's why, John, several governors and executives in states are basically rolling back those those requirements, those union requirements, because they have to operate their states. It's happening in Nevada, happening in South Dakota, happening in Minnesota, where governors are saying, you know what, we can't continue to operate under the so-called rules and regulations of our contracts, these union contracts, because we just can't operate that way right now. And so they're rolling that back. And, of course, union officials out in California and the school districts out there are filing lawsuits against uh, school boards and they're filing lawsuits against county executives and they're filing lawsuits against governors who are trying to run their states during these difficult times. And and it's those job classifications and those really stringent rule requirements that cause some of these trouble. And in normal times, it may not be as evident and it may be important in normal times, but these these are not normal times by any stretch of the imagination. Folks, again, he is uh, Mark Mix, National Right to Work Foundation president. Mark, keep up the good work. We'll talk to you again. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. All right, folks, there it is uh, right here on the John DePietro Show. Hey, folks, this portion of the program, and what do you hear? I have some emails I'm going to read. I won't say who they're from, but people asking me, I'll answer some of the questions. They, they actually want me to ask these questions of the governor, but I'm going to answer the questions myself. It's brought to you by Johnson Propane. Stop in and see Phil. Now, listen, you want to be outside. You want to do some grilling. You want to stock up on propane. Right. The more you can be outdoors and who knows what's going to happen. Stock up with propane. Have your propane tank filled with Johnson propane. Phil Johnson, he never runs out. And I mean, he never runs out. He'll also fill your blue rhino tank. No swap. Most of the time, it's a it's kind of a it's a rigged game where you bring in your blue rhino tank. They swap it out and it's always 22 bucks. Phil will fill it. For 15 bucks. Think of that. You're saving $7 every time. He's open seven days a week, located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Johnson Propane, right in front of the Stop and Shop, right next door to Wendy's. It's Johnson Propane. Uh, all supplies, credit cards accepted. They're open nine to seven since 1971. And Phil, 
always has a backup of propane. So wherever you're listening right now, stop in and see Phil. Johnson Propane. 621-8129 is the phone number. 621-8129-904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right in front of the Stop and Shop, next to the Wendy's. You'll see his signs there. Across from Doris Vending of Plunderdome theme, it's Johnson Propane, 621-8129. And again, he will fill up your blue rhino tanks. Now, folks, I want to help people if there's somehow um, with, um, I want to help people if I can about for those that maybe if you have, and I have, by the way, specific issue regarding the governor. But, and I tell people, if you go to my website, depetro.com, and hit on Contact John, there are certain people that do have situations, and, and I am trying to get answers from many of you. And many times, you know, I do try to reach out, get different questions. I'll tell you, the, the governor's people, um, they don't always answer questions, or sometimes they say, we'll get back to you on that, and then they don't. Here was a, um, uh, let's see, a question. Uh, um, Hold on. I did get a good question that I'm still trying to get an answer on. It's just, it's not easy. That's right. From Keith. Fisherman's Memorial State Campground has full hookups. Please ask the governor if she'll open the campground. You never need to use the bathroom with full hookups. You're always 75 to 100 feet away from the other site. I, I, I don't know the answer to that. I'll try to get an answer on that, Keith. The problem is... Um, what they're concerned about is people using the shared bathrooms. The shared bathrooms, folks, restrooms, and, and I don't disagree, by the way, whether it's a restaurant or a campground, any facility where people need to use a common restroom, it is. It's a problem. Door handles, sinks, counters. Um, let's be honest. It's more of a problem for women than men. Men, you could literally go into a restroom Use a urinal. Use your elbow to press to flush. Uh, press on the sink to wash your hand sanitizer. I, I don't know if they want to use the See, now what about the blowing all the air around? Then if you have the, the virus in the men's room and someone hits the dryer, it blows it all over the place. That's a problem. Restrooms need to just use the, the paper towels. For women, or if you need to go into the stand... To, it's the stall, excuse me, is more problematic. You have to touch more things. You have to touch the knob, obviously, than the seat. Everything else, there's, there's more of a chance it could spread. That, I don't deny it's a problem. I don't, I don't have the answer on it, but I don't deny it's a problem. Now, some of the questions, though. Listen to this. And right now, it's 1240. Folks, Governor Mundo coming up at 1. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. You're enjoying the program. I'd love to see a thumbs up from uh, everybody on Facebook Live. Uh, dear John. Uh, John DePetro, I enjoy your program. This was at my website, DePetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Uh, can you ask Governor Amundo? I just found out my brother-in-law is planning to come and visit and stay with us. But he told my husband he's not going to do the 14-day quarantine. Can you ask the governor what we should do? Listen, and I, I, I won't give her name. All right, so your brother-in-law has announced he's coming to visit. And he's not going to do, if you come in from out of state, you're supposed to stay quarantined. Should I ask the governor what you should do? You, 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 I, I'm going to handle this. I'm not going to bother Governor Armando. You have two options here. Number one, you could tell your brother-in-law this is not a good time to visit. If that's not an option, then he's a grown adult. He's going to be coming in and out of your house. 
You either ask him to quarantine, but this you have to work this out with the family. Okay, that's how I'm going to answer that. I don't think Governor Mundo needs to get involved with the brother-in-law. Here's another question. Uh, dear John DePietro, love the program and listen to you for a long time. Can you please ask Governor Mundo? Each afternoon, listen to this. I look out my window and my neighbors in the back, I, sitting, I see them sitting outside and they're not wearing their masks. Uh, they have rather a large family. I noticed that I don't think they're sitting far enough apart. And I think I saw the sister, or parenthesis, sister-in-law come over. She was also sitting in the back with no mask. Can you ask the governor to address this or what should I do? All right. Now, listen, Gladys Kravitz. Number one, stop looking out your window. That's number one. Number two, listen, that is your neighbor's situation. Why would you even infuse yourself in that? I'm looking out my window. My neighbors, they're sitting out in the backyard. If they're all in the house, this is my answer. No, I'm not asking the governor this. Just mind your own business. Don't get involved. Stop looking out the window. They're sitting outside. Leave them alone. Maybe they're sitting close in the house. You can't do anything about it. Here's another one. Um, Dear John DePietro, the type of cat food that my cat eats is no longer being carried at the store. I know it's available in Massachusetts. I talked to a store in Massachusetts and they won't send it to me. Can you ask Governor Mundo to tell the store in Massachusetts to send me the food that my cat prefers. Thank you very much, Dave. Now, listen. Um, <laughs> I, the, I, only a store in Massachusetts has the cat food. Uh, I would go online and try to find someone that will deliver it to you or call the store and make it worth their while to deliver. Or with the stay-at-home order, maybe you want to venture across state lines. I mean, I'm sorry you have a finicky eater. And it sounds like your cat is a very finicky eater. But again, let's let's like step back for a moment. The, the, this is that's not the role of the governor. OK, I'm going to defend the, the, I'm not going to. No, I'm not asking that question of of Governor Amundo. I'm not. Um, that's something that unfortunately you have to figure out. And the same thing like the brother in law and Gladys Kravitz looking out the window at at the neighbor peeking out. Oh, look, they're sitting in the yard with no masks on. Don't worry about them. You just worry about yourself. This is the ultimate time in some way. You know, sometimes people would say, I need me time or some of these other cliches. This is a time, you know, feel free to be a little selfish. Okay, just worry about yourself right now. Let's not worry if the neighbors are sitting in the yard with no mask. As far as your cat, listen, I'd put whatever food you have. When the cat gets hungry enough, the cat's going to eat whatever food you have. So they are people, you know, Steve, they're, people are getting nuts. And the same thing. I know a lot of people are following that video. People were all sending me the video online, that scientist. That woman was arrested for fraud. YouTube took down the video because she was telling the truth. No, they took down the video because the lady wasn't telling the truth. They didn't take it down because she was telling the truth. YouTube took down that video because she wasn't telling the truth. Do a little research on that woman. She, she was arrested for theft. She was stealing things from the lab. Some of these people, I mean, it's, it's as if Jeff Charles became a scientist. You know, Jeff Charles always used to be on 94HGY, and he, he always acted like he had all these, this knowledge and everything else. He, he was just like reading all this like InfoWars stuff on, 
on um, online. Folks, don't believe all this stuff. But some of the stuff, that, to me, it's like it's common sense. I agree. There's too many regulations. People can't follow all this stuff. And the governor, the best thing to do is just watch me every day for an hour. Talk about an ego. When does this come to an end? Now, folks, something you can do. I highly encourage you right now. It's 1246. Improve yourself. Improve your home. And one way to do that is call my friend Jared. Text him, Jared, at Bethel Softwash at 401-617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. Now, he has a great website that I've held up uh, to those on Facebook Live. He has that blue truck and what a difference it makes. And it's very simple. Take, take my word for it. Right now, you don't want any viruses around your home. Bethel certified soft wash. You can text Jared right now. Same day. 617-2585. 617-2585. Biodegradable, plant safe, soft washing. Listen, what it is, it, it gently takes away algae, mildew, staining, dust, other debris. And let me, he did our house, and he did such a good job. I want to show you the before and after for everybody. Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L, Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash. Look at the before and after that Jared has on his Facebook page. Can I get a thumbs up, everybody, on Facebook Live? Look at a difference that makes. Folks, you tell me which house you want to be living in. Look at the walkway. Look at the before and after with that walkway. You can see on one side is the uh, the dirt and the grime and the mildew. Then the other side beautiful nice and clean look at that fence what a difference it makes with the fence look at the screen stains on the fence bethel certified soft wash you know jared is so knowledgeable look for him on facebook if you if you contact me i'll put you in touch with him but you can text him if you can take down his number right now same day free estimate what you do is you take a picture of the area that you want him to use with his soft wash and text it to him at 401-617-2585, free same-day text estimate, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. He can do your steps. He can do your deck. He can do your basketball court, tennis court. Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Jared is phenomenal. He is just terrific. He's the type of individual uh, that you want to do business with. He is dependable. He is reliable. He is efficient. Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L, Bethel certified soft wash take my word for it you don't want any viruses mildew uh algae any of that green stuff you don't want any of that stuff growing because you you don't know what viruses could take hold in some of that stuff bethel certified soft wash 401-617-2585 617-2585 bethel look for him on facebook bethel certified soft wash folks it's john DePietro. now coming up at one o'clock Governor Mundo, daily press briefing. Now, listen, I'm not trying to mock. I feel bad for these people sending the emails, but the governor is not the solution. Do you see how some people are starting to look at the governor? My brother-in-law is coming to visit. I'm imagining he's a grown man. He's going to stay with us, and he said he won't follow the quarantine. He wants to go out and about and explore Rhode Island. That, that's 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 something you and your husband have to work out with your brother-in-law. And I, by the way, I do understand, if you're going to have a house guest... And then they're going to go out all over, and then they could be bringing the virus back into your home. I'm not saying that's not a warranted concern. I, I wouldn't be crazy about having someone like that. Why not just say to your brother-in-law, um, 
this isn't a good time to visit right now. And I, I don't I don't know what else to tell you. If your cat won't eat the cat food you get and the only store that sells it is a store in Massachusetts and they won't get it to you, then that's I, then you have a finicky cat. I mean, I, I'm sorry about that. But then when the, the when the order is lifted, you have to decide if it's worth driving to Massachusetts to go to the store to get the cat food. They, you call the store and they won't deliver it to you. I, I don't know. Then offer them 20 bucks. Pay someone to go and get it then. As far as the neighbor, th- that stuff has to come to an end. These people that are looking out the window uh, at their neighbor sitting in the yard, I don't think they're wearing masks. I, I don't think you should worry about it. Why don't you just mind your own business? As I said, Gladys Kravitz. I mean, you know, that was that famous character on Bewitched. She was always looking out the window at her neighbors and then, you know, reporting back what was going on. And she would see someone flying above the house and and everything else. Someone peering out the window. Oh, there they are again, sitting all out in the yard. Are they bothering you? Are they bothering anyone? Well, they're sitting out in the yard and they're not wearing masks. Can you ask the governor what I should do? I don't need to ask the governor what you should do. I'll tell you what to do. Ignore them. They're your neighbor. Be a good neighbor. Leave them alone. There's the answer. I don't need to call the governor for that. Hey, folks, if you're a business, you want to make sure your trucks are working properly. You need MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today. MEGA, M-E-G-A, 508-336-2110. Rhode Island and Massachusetts. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. What do they do? Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Free estimates, FHWA inspections, Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, breaks doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA truck and trailer repair, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110 for MEGA truck and trailer repair. Now, I did... Um, receive a request from someone that was asking me about Mike Seepy and Soul Source Restoration and said, John DePietro, could you give me more information about that company that you talked to the owner, Mike Seepy of Soul Source Restoration? And my answer is I'd be happy to because there's no one. One thing I'll tell you, I am so impressed by them. No one has the type of equipment that they have. Coronavirus cleaning disinfection service, Soul, S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration, coronavirus cleaning disinfection service. You can call them serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. 401 712 2700. 712 2700. Online at soulsourcerestoration.com. We did talk with, let me play this. We did talk with the owner, Mike Seepy, who's so knowledgeable, folks. He's it's just terrific. And there's nothing more important than cleaning your home, your business, a school, any type of building. You need Soul Source Restoration, a Rhode Island-based company, and it's Soul, S-O-L-E, like the sole of your shoe, Soul Source Restoration. Call them today at 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. You know, Soul Source Restoration, folks, they are one of the few companies in the entire country have the type of equipment experience that you need. As far as residential, is there anything more important than making sure your home is absolutely clean from viruses for your family, for your friends, for yourself, sole source restoration, same for your business.
crisis. They have the expertise, the type of equipment that you need to get through this crisis. We spoke with Mike CP of Soul Source Restoration, and I asked him about just that very thing, the microthermal fogging and electrostatic spring equipment that makes Soul Source Restoration different than every other company. We're a full-service restoration company, as you know, John. We've been in it about 15 years now, and with this coronavirus that has changed our world for the time being, we found a unique way to provide a true 99.9% disinfectant service. Mike, sole source restoration, and again, folks, it's S-O-L-E, sole source restoration. What is, what would you say, what is the goal? What is the goal of the company? Our main goal is to utilize our services to keep essential and non-essential businesses safe, protecting both employees and customers. And with sole source restoration, what is the difference equipment that you use that probably is different than any other company, certainly in Rhode Island right now, but the way I understand it, I've heard is you're one of only six companies in the entire country that have the type of equipment that you have. We utilize CDC-approved hospital-grade disinfectant enhanced with sporocyte and virocyte that we atomize by means of microthermal foggers. These microthermal foggers break down the disinfectant to 3 to 5 micron, which is basically a fancy word for micromillimeter. This allows the disinfectant to saturate air particles and cover all surface material, giving you a true 99.9% kill of all pathogens. You know, Mike, right now someone is listening saying, John DiPietro, this does sound fine. Mike Seepy, Soul Service Restoration, it sounds fine. But I already have a janitorial or cleaning company, and, and they tell me that, that they think they can get rid of the coronavirus. These old methods leave a lot of room for human error, utilizing older equipment that doesn't break down the disinfectant in a way that's going to kill the coronavirus. Mike, with Soul Source Restoration, now you have the country is in pandemic. Everyone is freaked. We are seeing death about the coronavirus. What right now is the biggest challenge for a company like yours that has the capability for a coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service? Our biggest challenge, John, is educating the public that what we're doing is very different from janitorial and normal restoration companies whose conventional methods of cleaning mainly comprise of mops, buckets, spray bottles, and kettle pot foggers. Don't take any chances. Call Soul Source Restoration today. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Call them at 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. They have the equipment that you need. They will fully clean your home, your property, your office, your school, whether it's any type of business. You heard CDC approved, environmentally and pet friendly. They have the protective equipment. They have the type of equipment that you need. Don't take any chances. A Rhode Island-based company, and they're in a league of their own with the type of resources they have to fully disinfect your property from the coronavirus. Soul Source Restoration. Call them today. Home or business. 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. It's Soul Source Restoration. Coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Again, look for them online. SoulSourceRestoration.com. 
Folks, again, good afternoon, everyone. It is John DePietro, uh, again, uh, imploring you to come to the rally this Monday. Now, right now, it's 1257 on this Friday. And next hour, uh, Governor Raimondo daily press briefing, which we will bring to you right here. I will be doing a Facebook Live this evening since the stay-at-home order does not expire until tomorrow. And just a reminder, folks, it's Mother's Day weekend. A couple of reminders. Why not swing in and get your mom something nice? At uh, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, Rhode Island's number one garden center is open, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Look for them on Facebook, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Gift certificates, geraniums, beautiful mixed hanging baskets, all assorted colors, hydrangeas. Stop in. They're compliant with the state, safe environment. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in. It's Mother's Day headquarters. And also... Why not? Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're open right now. They're going to be open today until 4. They're open tomorrow. They're even open, by the way, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They will be open on Mother's Day. And why not stop by Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street next to AAA, and get some of those delicious Trump chocolate donuts. Maybe your mom's a Trump fan. Or also you can get the Mother's Day Wandy trays. They have the Mother's Day baskets with um, chocolate strawberries. They have lasagna, stuffed shells, eggplant, uh, chocolate dipped strawberry trays, as I said. And then everything else, uh, calzones. They have sausage and pepper, eggplant, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. And they're open special hours. They're open today until 4 o'clock. Tomorrow till 4 o'clock. And on Mother's Day, 8 to 1, it's Ron and Melissa, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Folks, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Next hour, stay with us. It's John DePietro. We will bring you Governor Mundo press briefing. We don't know what time it's going to go. Uh, but from what I understand, the results coming out so far with the state are positive. Something that's not positive is I believe the governor's office is reporting a, a revenue shortage. They're short of revenue. 978 million 978 million shortfall for revenue so that's certainly a problem but we're going to break for the one o'clock news we're going to be back on the other side with the governor mundo daily press briefing and then we'll see what time she starts what time she ends and so forth it's john DePietro. right now it's one o'clock